Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, prisoners, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Laffian writes an IOU where Al asks about hourglasses, Squash moves Nindrin along, and Zoltana throws an unsatisfactory revenge punch. Inside the prison, the heroes minus Laffian break Lindrin out and the double ones suffer a mortal loss from Aina's blade. Meanwhile, Laffian's team in the library get a lead on the quest that they have been given and Kythea has the talk about the future with Laffian. Have we glimpsed the library already? Could a mage teleport to Giotar with the little information that they have? And what does the future hold for Laffian and Kythea? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. The five of you are escaping out of the mortuary. Around you, there is the inside of the prison, um, inside the prison walls, should I state. The walls are very high, and you can see a couple of prisoners running off in the background. You can hear them, at least Squash can vaguely hear them screaming about seeing their spectres. Lindrin is with you. What do you want to do? Um, Rolf probably has like a hand on Amos' shoulder and has his vision in Tio because he's still hallucinating. He took, he got heals, but he's not even close to being <laughs> half yet. So I'm going to say that he's managing, <laughs> but he knows that he's hallucinating and he's just, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of running awkwardly, I guess, <laughs> using a little <laughs> bit of assistance to run. <laughs> Um, Amos not used to being so out in the open. Um, <laughs> so for her, this is, uh, this is not her normal way of escaping danger. She has her arm like wrapped around your waist and she's looking at the others and like, I, I don't know 
which is the best way? Do we go out the front? Do we try and scale the wall? Uh, Squash had opened uh, secondary access through the mortuary, right? Yeah, you guys are just basically just outside that. I think Lindgren said we were just going to go through the front. Um, I don't know if the wall is a good option, <laughs> especially since there's <laughs> at least one tower on the wall. I has think a you might be the only one who can run well, sheer up a wall, so... <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one who can just, like, hop over it without a thing, and there are guards up there. Only one of them mm-hmm. is probably not incapacitated anymore. He's probably waking up. <laughs> He's definitely probably um, awake now. With your senses in Tio, you could basically look down and, like determine the best time to run without any of the other guards like really latching onto where you are that's a good call yeah uh well brawl was also using to to be able to like see where he was going <laughs> yes <sighs> um okay okay um let's let's go when ral says and then um uh squash you're a little bit more used to this than i am perhaps you could take the lead uh sure uh no problem follow me and Squash just waits for a signal from Raul. Tio goes ahead and sees what's at the front of the prison. At the front of the prison, there were two guards, um, inverted commas, guards, prisoner guards. Um, but they kind of, some of them went running when spooky Raul turned up um, and the rest of them got, you know, intimidated by a variety of this very, very sneaky golden dragonborn and a goddess incarnate walking among them. Um, so most of them have fleed the area. You can see that there's like one or two of these prisoner guards that are kind of still lurking at the edge of the entrance, but they seem very hesitant to go onwards. Uh, f- for the briefest of moments, at least like the next moment or two, you think that the entrance is unguarded. Okay, so we just need to go aggressively and go now. Okay. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Okay, you have the signal to go. Squash, do you want to sneak or do you want to get them running as fast as possible? Uh, Squash is a lot more used to sneaking, so Squash is taking it slower. He's trying to figure out where to move to stay in shadows, to stay in people's peripheral instead of crossing their vision. Just trying to take it smart. Then I want the three of you to make a stealth check. This will act as the group stealth check. So Lindrin and Aima um, will... They won't roll, but the three of you will, and we'll account for them in your three group. So go for it. All right. Ah. Um, should I take it at some sort of disadvantage since I'm not in my own perspective? <laughs> Stealth check, you said? Yes, please. Oh, I'm uh, really bad at that because I wear large armor. Oh, you see, so you have the boots. So then I, I'll just roll again to negate it, but it's still going to... Jesus. Yeah, Jesus I mean, <laughs> no matter what I do, I'm going to have bad stealth, you guys. I fucking, like, you gave me really nice boots, and that's great, but I also have, like, just the largest, loudest armor. Like, <laughs> Well, I didn't roll a great either, so I did roll with disadvantage. However, I did look <laughs> so that Team I could be like, friend. well, V, if you don't want me to have disadvantage. <laughs> what? But, but the first one was a one. So, it was a one at the first roll. Yep. So, oops on there. Yep. Oops, on um, that one. So we have a natural one on stealth. Which is an 11. We have... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sultana is also on an 11, because um, I'm just taking your first roll there. And then Squash has has 32. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps oh the problem goodness. was Squash just disappeared. 
<laughs> and everyone else was left on their own. <laughs> uh, Either way, as as the group of you make your way towards uh, the entrance and Squash just kind of like disappears from most of your periphery, um, you, you're aware that he's there, he's your friend, you know where he is, but he's just kind of disappeared and Ral just kind of trips a little bit and they get spotted. The th- Those of you that are standing upright get spotted and Lindrin just taps Ral on the shoulder and says, perhaps we should just run because they've got some they've got some big weapons and as he points over you can see that a couple of the um, the more well built uh, prisoners, the ones that are pretty much always in the weight area they are just charging at you there are three of them, one is a dwarf with an axe one is a human with um, a polearm and another is a small halfling carrying um, a variety of daggers Okay, uh, we're all gonna agree. <laughs> uh, okay, y'all go ahead, and I'll be right behind you. And uh, when Rawl is behind them, he's going to do his hour of reaping because it's not gonna matter if his friends fail or not, since they're gonna be running away from him anyways. It <laughs> possibly the fastest speed ever. Yep. Okay. Um, this is all right. So, what's the role for the prisoners? Uh, DC 16 wisdom save. 16 wisdom. We all wisdom. know how wise those double ones are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You see the dwarf and the human drop their weapons and flee in the opposite direction. You can hear them yelling, It was all true! The spectres are here! <laughs> As they're kind of like crashing off into the distance. However, the halfling looks down at the blade in her hand, looks back up at you, and throws a dagger. I guess we're in initiative now. <sighs> okay. Oh, okay. Good job! <laughs> Crush one poor halfling! <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Lindrin out of combat because he's just going to run. Like, Lindrin has no interest in getting involved in this fight. He's been there once and he, f- he lost, so Lindrin is taking a run. And back then, he wasn't shackled. <laughs> Back then, he didn't have the anti-magic bracelet, which somebody somebody put on him. Uh, <laughs> naming no names. <laughs> okay. Why would that be a problem, Lindren? What you got? What you got going for you, Lindren? I threatened to do him no. a pretty good haunt, so I don't think that he's gonna. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's really gonna mess too hard at us. It's gonna do a real good haunt. Okay. Uh, half. She got a. Seven. <laughs> All right. All right. Ama got 21. All right. Raul, what did you get? 22. Blimey. Sultana? I got a 16. And squash. 20. Oh, wait. No, I rolled uh, initiative with advantage. Let me see. It's still 20. <laughs> sneak this shit in okay um, top of the rounds uh, Raul this dagger has basically come flying at you I'm going to say first off it missed because you were looking at them when they did this um, alright what do you want to do okay uh, Raul's going to tell everyone to keep running and mm-hmm. he's still in T.O. I guess <laughs> like watching this from <laughs> I guess above 
Yeah, you, you could see this for sure, yeah. And that's how he's going to fight for a moment. So he's just going to try to buy some time because he is faster than everyone else. Um, True. So what could, what buys us time here? Let me see. How far away are they? Um, the others that have gone fleeing, they are basically well out of distance. They're like 60, 70, 80 feet out. Like, they're a good... They're running. Um, however, the halfling with her brace of daggers, she is probably like 35, 40 feet out. <laughs> um, I'm going to back up a little bit. And with my action, mm-hmm. I'm going to toll the dead. Okay. Uh, Ral, explain, explain that to me. Um, What's this new fancy shit you're bringing on me? <laughs> toll the dead is a cantrip. Uh, they need to make uh-huh. a DC 16 saving throw of some sort. Um, wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. It was. It just said zero saving throw. I was so confused. Probably didn't put it in right. Yeah, probably. They failed. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, you point... At, okay, you point at one creature you can see within range in the sound of a hud- big, beautiful bell. <laughs> a real good bell <laughs> fills the air around it for a moment. <laughs> the target must succeed on that wisdom saving throw or take 1d8 necrotic damage. If it's missing in a, uh, any of its hit points, which is probably not, instead it takes 1d12. Oh, and yes, it scales based on level, as Arch is typing out. Yeah, so it should be 3d8. Um, okay, roll your 3d8 damage them. It's not currently missing any hit points. 13 necrotic. Okay. And Ross backed up, say, like, well, what's the range on that? Uh, 60 feet. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, he's he's just trying to keep, like, 40, 50 feet away. So I was just going to back up, like, mm-hmm. 10 feet just to make it difficult for them yep. to get to me to melee. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay. Um, are you also running? Uh, no, I'm holding off a little bit longer. Okay. Um, Emma refuses to move. Oh my goodness. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All um, my plans. <laughs> she, she sees this halfling, um, throwing this, these daggers in run. your two's general direction. Hey, so she pulls out her own dagger and throws it back at her. Um, no, not again. Hey, stop killing the double ones with daggers. <laughs> you can't do this. Well, it was a 13, so she missed. <sighs> like it. And as a bonus action, I think she can throw another one. Yep. <laughs> well, she got a natural 20. That's oh, what boy. she got the time she killed the last double one V. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets sneak attack uh, and so it's she all did doubled and all kinds of crazy damage. stuff. Um, so she did ten piercing damage. We're we're in broad As daylight. As this dagger goes flying um, into uh, across the air, and you see this kind of like greenish sheen on it. It's clearly been tainted with something. Oh, be, um, oh and you see it like embed itself in this halfling's chest. Um, she did not fail the saving throw, though, so she's not also poisoned. Hmm. Yeah, uh, this this creature is not poisoned, and it's not also um, thingied. Um, that's that same as go. Oh my goodness! 
It's okay, we can run. Come on. And uh, she's definitely trying to, like, pull you away. All right, squash. Oh, Jesus. Um, how many of God, them... God, I love Uma. <laughs> I'm getting such a... Uh, if you know the YouTube series Llamas with Hats, the feeling of Ama and <laughs> Raul right now. Ama! <laughs> Can't do that. That kills people. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> um, oh, squash. Sorry. Um, how many of them are there uh, that are like running at them? Uh, that is running. Running at them is currently one halfling, but you hear the others screaming about your general direction and specters and beings being there. Um, the alarm is definitely being raised. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, do I know... Is there any way for me to prevent the alarm from being raised, giving my friends a little bit of extra time to run? Uh, not really. Like, okay, the okay. two that are fleeing... Like, it's everybody's already on high alert already, yeah. and the fact that they're now shouting a specific place... Um, yeah. No, it might be a bit too late for you to try and silence them. All right. Uh, I want to just uh, take aim with a hand crossbow and try to shoot at somebody's feet that's running at the crew. Uh, the intention okay. to immobilize rather than kill. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, would this count as a sneak hand crossbow? You had a 32 on stealth. All right, I'll yes. take that. <laughs> and another one because it's with advantage. All right, that's an 18 to hit. Yes, that definitely hits. All right, 32 piercing damage. Non-lethal question mark? <laughs> you you shoot at the legs of, uh, of, the, of the human that is kind of like getting more of their cohorts towards them um, and you take them in the back of the knee and you see them roll and like knock a couple of the others to the ground as well um, that were making their way towards your buddies how, how about that so, uh, so, that, that, that sounds real good and then squash okay, keeps yes, moving uh, like towards <laughs> the um, towards the exit okay uh, Zoltana y'all are basically running right yes with the exception of Ral, who will be running very shortly. That's double ones, right? I'm just gonna fucking fuck it. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna run, but like before I do, I'm gonna get in a good hit on one of them because I, you know, fuck those guys. Yes, um, absolutely. I like the idea that y'all are just like fucking them up on the way through. Um, yeah. Um, as you as you kind of like make your way towards the um, the entrance, you see that there is a double one that's kind of like very close to the wall and are then like beelining in your direction. Um, you can definitely take a swing at that one. Um, it's one's with an elf that has the tattoo like just under one of their eyes, um, and they're wearing traditional prisoner garb and they have like they have really nasty looking knuckle dusters on. Oh well, I I attack twice and I think I hit them both times. Unless unless they have an AC e- e- of twenty yes, two. Uh, they do not have an AC of twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do the both of them do fourteen slashing damage with an additional two damage each. Uh since I'm not uh, so you get your improved smite, because that's just how you live now. Um so, so that is so mad. 24 on the first one. 
and 19 on the second. Um, let's say this one goes down in whatever manner you deem fit. You can either decide that it is... Um, can I be absolutely disgusting uh, and just say I slice right through the middle midsection of this dude? Yep, you can. I will not tell you if it's oh, lethal or non-lethal. It's 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 ambiguous. <laughs> well, if it's okay, for, I mean, ambiguous this, blood is spilled. I'm, I mean, but the, like it can't not be lethal because it's, it's fourteen and fourteen. Schrodinger's so double one. Just don't look. That's you won't know. Just run. Nine, Slice 30, him in it right 31, in half. 32, and 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. Which half of him lives? You won't know. Any of it. I did forty-three damage to that dude. Oh, <laughs> There's God. no way that man is. Uh, that person could still be healed. So, um, <laughs> anyway, with the, the the double one falls to the ground, kind of screaming its hands over its gut as you've kind of like tried to slice it completely cleanly and halfly. Um, all right, you continue <laughs> on your way. Um, okay, it's now the halflings go. All right, come on then, girl. You've you've got this. I believe in you. All my HP that Zoltana gave me. No. Uh, she, uh, okay, but <laughs> she takes the dagger out of her chest. And she throws it back at Aima. <laughs> no. Badass. I like it. Uh, well, that was a 22 to hit, so that definitely hits. And then how much damage does she do? So Aima takes 10 damage. And then she has to roll a... Uh, what is it on this one? I think it's a con save. Yep. <laughs> okay, well, the first one was 10. I didn't mean to click it twice. Uh, Zultana, you must be in range, right? What's your charisma bonus? Uh, uh, where? Bonus? Which one's that? I know how to play 5B, oh, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> What's your charisma plus? Oh, okay. Four. Uh, <laughs> she's one short. Okay. It's like cool. okay. Uh, okay. Um, the dagger goes spinning back through the air, and um, it kind of like catches the top of Ama's arm. And you see the dagger kind of like embed itself a little bit, and she pulls it out. You can see that some of like the greenish um, has begun to like infect the wound a little bit, and she looks a little worse for wear. In fact, one might say she is poisoned. No. <laughs> Did she get poisoned by her own knife? She did. Oh, <laughs> Ama, no. what are you doing? <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot to roll TV then. <laughs> I am a genius. Oh, no. <laughs> she takes 12 more damage. The... Ama looks totally it. fine, Ral. I'm okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's just a flesh wound. Just run. Well, I mean, that's all it took is seeing Ama getting stabbed <laughs> for Ral to turn around and try to rush her out. So... Okay. The silliness ceases turn. as uh, Raoul, you're going to run, basically just make Aima leave, right? Yeah, if it's my turn. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is your turn. We're, we're using all of our movements and stuff to get out now. <laughs> okay. Where are you all headed? Um, as you're kind of like meet back up by the entrance, um, Lindrin is a little distance ahead of you, Raoul, and you hear him say, it's like, I'll, I'll go find a pet. I don't. 
Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, and Lindra just kind of like takes off in the direction of the um, the kind of big battle tent that you saw Appella in last. What are the rest of you doing? Um, you can hear that there are a lot more prisoner guards making their way towards you. Where are you going? Uh, I would like to disappear off into the building somewhere. Okay. So that's where Rawl's going to instinctively try to go and hide. Into a nearby building? Uh, well, he eventually wants to take Ama over to the shack where the shack was. So he'll just I've- dart over there, I guess. Okay. Um... Okay, I'm going to say that because of your speed, um, you can definitely outpace everybody else because you have your ridiculous monkiness. Um, you know, the, 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 yes, all those horrible things that I hate. Um, you can definitely take off at speed. Um, and Ama could definitely go with you. Um, Sultana and Squash, are you going with? Uh, um,. I think Squash is going to retreat somewhere else because he's clearly a bit more capable at hiding. Um. Uh, but he's going to like um, observe from afar kind of thing. Um, okay. So just like he's just going to like retreat to some uh, area, uh, a bush, a tree, uh, an alleyway, whatever you can think of that would be like sufficient to hide him. Okay, great. And Zoltana? Um... I think that I am going to I know I can't hide so I guess I'll go with Okay I'm, I'm in that case just uh, real bad at hiding If you try to play hide and seek with Zoltana it would go really badly <laughs> <laughs> Okay in that case I I will I will give the following Squash and Zoltana if you're going off to hide mm-hmm. um I would say that Squash's natural abilities would be able to help Zoltana Yeah but you're also hindered by Sultana, so I'll just let you make a straight roll. Alright. No advantages, nothing, just a stealth click. There we go. 25. Alright, I will give them one shot to see you. No, screw it. I'm going to roll my d20s. (laughs) Screw it. All my d20s to hand. I'm going to roll all of them. Okay, uh, Ral and Amar, as you go running off, uh, the Squash and Sultani here, don't worry, we'll catch up, we'll let the split, we'll see you later, as she's kind of being dragged off in a direction. Um, Squash and Sultani, you make your way into an alleyway, and with a little bit of finagling, the two of you kind of get up onto um, like the second floor and just like duck down behind like the plant pots on this little balcony. And you see the guards like rushing out, the prisoners talking, looking left, looking right, some of them pointing off towards uh, the the kind of uh, the tent area um, outside and deciding they weren't going to do that, pointing more into the town and you see them in utter chaos for a while as they then slowly begin to walk out and it doesn't take long for them to just turn around and go back to the prison and bar themselves back in. Um, You have managed to successfully hide and sneak away. Laffian. Hi. The last (laughs) we left you, we were walking and talking Uh with um, Kythea. Yep. You had just found yourselves outside of the Witcher Society once again. What do you want to do? Mm, I don't think there was a whole lot left to do, really, because at that point we'd gotten all the information that we needed from the library. We just need to wait for the librarian to get that info, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, in that case, yep. Laffian kind of wants to rest because he's still uh, at about a third of his HP left. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, still somewhat exhausted from Marnak being ripped from your uh, your soul. Um, yeah, that'll do that to you. Yeah. Um, in that case, is there anywhere in particular that you want to go to? I mean, you have the barracks, um, but that's less like private. It's less of a... Yeah, it's definitely more of an open area. Um, yeah, is there anywhere that you want to start calling your base or do you just want to go settle into the barracks? Um, He would probably think of going to the shit shack because that's the only other place that he, he knows at least there's <laughs> some semblance of privacy. Yep, yep. And that uh, was their official base for two episodes? That was, yeah. I'm pretty sure they got knocked down. <laughs> I don't think we ever went back to check. <laughs> you never went back to check because it was such a show. <laughs> well, then in that case, he's going to try yeah. to... We're going to go look. <laughs> okay. Um, you decide to take a walk to um, the shit shack. Um, it is, as you arrived, it has been partially like knocked down in whatever attack on Falsum may have caused this to fall. Um, however, there are still like bits of the roof still up. There are parts of this building which are still serviceable as a place to like stay and sleep. Um, it just needs a little bit of repair here and there. Um, yeah, you can definitely set that up as a, as a place. There were, if I remember rightly, two bedrooms and like one larger room in the centre um, for all the cooking and everyday stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely doable. And later on, you'll be interrupted by the arrival of. In fact, let's do it. Um, as you kind of like begin to settle down and you know meditate, um, and Kaithia just kind of like curls up fetal position just next to you, just like beginning to drift off. Um, you kind of hear the arrival of two dragonborn. <laughs> Something yeah, like they've and been Ral running. And Amo here. <laughs> Yeah, they Just they panting. sound like they have been through some stuff. I'm going to say this has probably been a little while because they took a while in the prison. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you just hear two like exhausted dragonborn turn up um, as the door kind of like smashes open and then smashes close again and Kythea wakes up with a jump. <sighs> okay, okay, I think I think we're safe now, Ral. We can stop running, okay? No, Adrian. Laughing pokes his head out from the bedroom door and is just... <laughs> Hello? Oh, hi. Oh. Are you all right? You seem a little, um, short-winded. <laughs> um, yeah, we're fine. Emma, is that a stab wound on you? Uh, uh, don't, uh, she kind of, like, pulls, like, the shirt up and over the wound a little bit. It's, it's nothing, don't worry about it. Not a... Nothing to worry about. I don't need to be able to read in, read auras to know that that's not... Okay. Um, Ama <laughs> uh, sees Raul, like, dip behind her, and, like, he covers her eyes kind of playfully and just undoes <laughs> them really quick and goes, ta-da! <laughs> oh! I told Lindgren that he mean, was ta- going to give us this property and rebuild something for us here, so now we'll have a place in Falsam. Also, we had to go free Lindgren from the prison. He was trapped in there by the double ones. I see. Yeah, what an idiot. And where's Lindgren now, then? I think he went to run off to go to Fantapella. Right. 
And the others? Um, we got separated running away. There's somewhere around here. I th- I think Squash and Sultana are probably together somewhere. I'm I'm not really sure. Okay, at least there's... All right. As long as nobody is by themselves, I suppose that's all right. I'm sorry, um, you said that Lindren said he would give you this place now? I, yeah, I told him that I could prove that I did not do it. I, I aim a waves. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, living witness is definitely a strong argument. And I told him he owed me and that I was calling in a favor. And if he fucked me over, that, uh, well, I'm already kind of trying to use my new position to get some things, which is, you know, probably, probably a good way to get promoted, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't, don't do that if I understand rightly. No, no promotion, Shorel, please. Promotion's not such a good thing unless you really like the job. Right. No, he said he would help me get this, so. So this place is going to be our home now? Like this, not this building. This building is... um. No, he owes this building, yes. It's pretty bad. No, yeah. Okay. Different. It's not the worst. It is pretty bad. I mean, some of the... Looks like some of the roof has fallen in and this wall isn't exactly very strong. And, you know, sometimes I wake up with hiccups and there's fire everywhere. So I don't think this is going to quite work for us. You, you wake... Okay, I'm, I'm not going to... We're not going to go down that, that rabbit hole right now. Um, there's two bedrooms. Um this one's occupied. If you want the other one across the way, I don't know the integrity of that one, but... We can go back down soon. I just wanted to... Well, you know, I mean, you, you, you've by, had really. a busy day, it sounds like. I'm, I'm sure, Emma, you and Rawl would like to have <laughs> some time, Rawl, together without... Other people in the barracks, Rawl, maybe in... It's okay, we take the hint. <clears throat> we'll leave you and, and Kaithia. It's it's okay, we'll we'll go find somewhere else. Not a, not a problem. No, 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 please, I, would, I insist. We graciously we can... allow you to use our home. And she can see that she's kind of like smiling <laughs> and playing about a bit. <laughs> I just need to rest. I did not expect yeah. to be fighting. I wasn't ready. I didn't expect you, but... We'll... We'll discuss this more. Did thought you find out just going to be a what you needed to at the library? <laughs> uh, for the most part, we're waiting on one more bit of information. Uh, the librarian was uh, gracious enough to offer calling in a favor. Um, from the sounds of it, we're going to have to go to two places. Uh, one, they're looking into the Library of Ogma. Um, I have. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Apparently. It moves around and vanishes and reappears. There's a chance that we may be able to go to it, hopefully. Um, knowledge is power, after all. Mm, of course. The other is uh, that we may need to go to a place called Giata. I'm going to have Emma roll a history check. Emma's read some books, yo. Yeah. And Demarius is a hell of a lot closer. I think I've <laughs> yeah. heard of that place. Um, 
nerd. Let me think. <laughs> oh. No, I said you liked it when I read the books. Roll for a dag of venom um, right in the kidney. Uh, Geta is, um, it is a land to the north. The people are very, uh, they've been known to set up things that cover their entire continent. If I remember what I read correctly, you cannot teleport there. You cannot uh, scry into that place. It's rumored to be where the first great, uh, how do you phrase, uh, sentinel, where the, one of the sentinels first touched down on this land. I, I don't remember exactly, but I'm I'm pretty sure that is Geta. It has knowledge of the world there. It is a place favored by the people who made this whole world, if you believe those fables correctly. That would lend some credence to why we likely need to go there and also makes things a lot more difficult for us if that's the case. Uh, but we'll look into it. We were able to find some old uh, treaties that by all rights should still be in place with us to tr- uh, to go to Giata. Yes, if I remember rightly, the one of the great treaties from or um, must be more than five uh, before the greatest war. Um, it's to do with trading and and knowledge exchange. I think. The knowledge honestly, exchange I think I'm a little there. too tired to do this right now. No, no, that that that's fair. So. That, leave all the research to me. I've I've got a knack for that sort of thing. Don't you worry. Um. <laughs> Ava gives you like a stern like smile like she is too. <laughs> and she says, Okay, well Raul and I will find somewhere to rest and we'll meet up with you in the morning, say back in the barracks. Sounds like a good idea. If he melts into a puddle, can you come get me, please? I will try and not let that happen. No puddles for you, Raul. <laughs> she kind of like gives you like a like kind of like half-hearted, like pat in the direction that you two should be leaving. <laughs> oh, well, you should introduce Emma uh, to your your alchemist friend. I did. I have to go talk to him, anyways. Good idea. At some point, Brawl's been in Tio this whole time, so he's like, once I've rested and I'm not seeing things, I'll go talk to people and get get ready. Wait, you're seeing things okay. again? He's been in Tio this whole time. <laughs> Just letting him like item around. He would not have. He would not yeah. have known. <laughs> hold, hang. All right, hold on a second. I've still got enough in me, and I'm about to rest, anyways. So, uh, laughing, will just come over and just put a hand on your shoulder. And uh, how many am I allowed to spend now? What level are? Okay, seven. Yeah, seven. that's it. Use all of your abilities. <laughs> I still have a lot. Clearly, nothing could go wrong. <laughs> Clearly. Seven. Spend. <laughs> All right. You regain 28 HP. 28. Okay. Does that help? Let me check. There, <laughs> there you are, Rollo. Are you feeling better? Is, is the world still let wobbly? Me, let me check. Are you at roughly over <laughs> H- half your HP? Oh, uh, it's real close. It's <laughs> it's... <laughs> let me see. <laughs> It's like oh. less than five away. I'll just take it. He'll stop. It's close enough. Okay, it's close God enough. Damn it. Um, uh, those rules were bad. <laughs> they were one eight. Well, no, no, it's six <sighs> one eight 
two, two, seven, two. I got three <laughs> twos and a one. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is standard arch raw 20 uh-huh. abuse. That's just raw 20, you're, you're a dick. New, new Patreon uh, stretch okay. goal. Uh, we use physical dice. We delete roll 20. <laughs> well, just no, no, no. The character sheets are nice. <laughs> Especially when we'll you're playing a character that has right. so many abilities. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of things to manage. Um, okay. Uh, Ral and Ema, you uh, make your way back towards the barracks and we'll leave you there for a bit. Squash and Zoltana, you find yourselves on a balcony watching all the prisoners barricade themselves back in the prison. What do you both want to do? Uh, GTFO. I'm I'm imagining Squash is like massively out of breath having to help Zoltana like climb a building. (laughs) She's like... (laughs) How do you walk around in that thing? The armor's... I don't know what you're talking about, man. It's super easy. It's actually really comfortable. <sighs> oh, all right. <sighs> uh, well, <sighs> it looks like the prisoners are going to re uh, regroup in the prison. Uh, I sure hope Opella can deal with that stuff. Well, uh... Uh, not what time? my problem. <laughs> what time is it in world? Uh, probably, uh, I don't know, like sun is setting, I guess. It's not, it's, it's kind of late. Mm. I imagine Squash kind of just like looks at the sunset for a little bit and then his eyes light up and he's like, oh, 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 oh I have a thing I have to do. Oh God, how did I forget this? Um. I need to run off to the 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 witches society real quick. It, uh, are, are you going to be okay, Sultana? Um, I, I yeah, I should be fine. Uh, I might just head back down to the you know the barracks and shit and take a nap, maybe. <laughs> yeah, today has been hectic. It's it's been a real weird day. I was just getting kind of getting to know Ama, and then all of a sudden we're fighting people, and Lindren's there, and hey, she smiles. But I gotta, I cuffed him though. <laughs> you did cuff him, uh, and he ran with those cuffs towards Opella. So let's hope they rough him up a little bit, assuming he's a pr- escaped prisoner before they interrogate him. I have, you know, if I see that guy again. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's on site. I'm murdering him. Lindren? Yeah. I think you should talk to Raoul before you murder him. He was, for some reason, hunting him down earlier today. He has some kind of a plan for him. Fine. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Guy, Just but he saying. fucking hung us, man. <laughs> hmm. And it's not like, like, if he hung us and it was just like, this is the job, but it sucks, like, I wouldn't be as mad, but he hung us and he was, like, getting some kind of, like, sick pleasure out of the fact that we were hanging and he got to hang us. That guy is fucking sick. Squash's face kind of, like, drops, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, you're right. There are just monsters out there. 
Hey, are, are you okay, Squash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we just there's a lot to do, and it doesn't help that some of us who should be fighting with us seem to just want to fuck everything up. It's just it's unfair. We already have the blissful eclipse just breathing down our necks, and meanwhile, people in our own backyards are trying to set fire to things. It's it feels unfair. Yeah, well, I mean, what you gonna do? We can only focus on, like, so many things, right? We can't... If we try to take care of everything that is going wrong right now, like us personally, we're gonna burn ourselves out. We're not gonna be able to save the universe. The world. Whatever. (laughs) You're right there. Focus on single things that you think you can manage. (laughs) She gives you, like... A really, like, a look like she's trying to convey something to you. And then she, like, nods. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say for the sake of brevity, because one of you is going down into the barracks and the other is going to the Wishes Society. They're kind of in the same area. So to save time, I'm going to say the pair of you are, like, making your way in that direction. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. There's a lot to get done, but one step at a time. At that moment, in the back of your head, Sultana, you hear a familiar voice. (gasps) Hi, sweetie. Um, Come up to what was the mistress's balcony. Um, I have something waiting for you. Love a debt. Oh, okay. Um, Squash, in the back of your brain, you hear a voice that you have never heard before. And they say... Research, you really did spend too much time with Demi. Don't die from Damas. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck, I have to answer. You don't, I don't have yet. to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 22 words or less, because the last three have to be I love you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh... <laughs> we'll let you figure out your response from Go with Sultana. Yes, please. Sultana, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to go wherever the hell that thing is that you said. <laughs> what mistress? I so have no you've idea been what... to the mistress of the uh, Witches Society's room before. Oh! Uh, Demi called you in the first time you met her. Or the second time you met her, I guess. Yeah, the first time we met her, we were in jail. Correct. Um. Yeah, so you know where like the former mistress's uh, head, uh, like rooms are, and you know that she has a balcony. You make your way up to that. Um, I'm gonna say the sun is like kind of dipped below the horizon now, so it's kind of like that pinks and purples in the sky. You know that really like the the, the clouds are kind of going orange. It's that like picture perfect, beautiful um, scene outside, and you can see like bits of fountain that have broken up, and the far distance the way the earth um, the the land itself has kind of broken up um, all around you and it's just a beautiful view even with all of the tents and all of the people outside of Falsam that are still here as you make your way to the balcony you can see from within when you stand inside the room looking through the door to the balcony outside you can see that there is a tall blonde elven woman leaning against the balcony oh dead? I mean, I'm walking in the room, or towards towards the woman. <laughs> um, 
As she turns around, you spy Odette's features. <gasps> she smiles very broadly at you and she says, So, hi, Anna. I made a deal. I can be here with you for a bit, every now and then. If I'm not going to be too distracting for you. She gives her like a, a smirk. <laughs> well, I only have a couple of hours, so. Um, hi. Hi. I, I, I think that we have to fade to black because uh, uh, Zoltana and Odette have specifically been. We only in, have two hours. We, we only have a few hours, and, and it's. Gotta start now. Listen, I haven't, no been, I haven't been physically in the presence of my wife in this in, like in, in, for long enough for thing for for us to get physical this entire podcast. So it's the, I'm, I'm safely saying there's a fade there's a fade to black happening Let's right now. Get physical, physical. <laughs> okay, a fade to black is definitely a thing we should do here. Um, I'm gonna give you the information that Adette would give you like before she has to leave. And I'll just give that to you meta-wise. Like, we don't need to talk around the sweet nothings. Um, and you basically learn that once every seven days, she can come and spend three or four hours with you. Um, so, like, as of this day, she can come in seven days' time and spend more time with you. But the rules are that she cannot influence or interrupt your quest, even though she knows what it is. Even though she could help, she is not allowed to. She has her own role in this. Um, so, yeah. You have that as a thing that you can look forward to. Yay! Let's put it like that. Wherever you are in the world, she will find you. That is the greatest thing of all time ever. <laughs> I was going to have this thing where, like, you walk out and you see, like, the blanket on the ground and, like, a little picnic and a thing in the end. I'm like, yeah, that's what's not going to happen here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, okay. they haven't been together in in years, really, like, other than, like, in dreams and, like, in passing because of yeah. circumstances. They're, like, I think that the first couple of times that, that Hotet comes back down, it's going to be, like, an immediate fade to black. Yeah, no matter where you are in the world, just everyone else just has to leave. Hotet <laughs> comes in, we're, like, we're, like, literally talking, like, policies, and Zoltan is like, I need everyone to leave my tent right now. Right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Get out. Um, okay. Happily fading to black here. Squash, do you have a response? Uh, it's just going to be blank. Uh, just still working on it. I love you. 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 No. <laughs> no the, the, the message. The message back is just uh, uh, like might have to leave this plane of existence, research still in progress. You've responded. Sultana uh, has basically just rushed off um, inside the Witcher Society. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? Uh, first, I want to argue one thing. Just searching Squash's memories, can Squash know mm -hmm. if Trampel has anything that he like would uh, enjoy, i.e. food stuff, wine stuff, uh, Anything like that. Because I have to go interact with him and I'd rather start it on a favorable foot. 
Roll a history check, but a disadvantage, because the only thing you'd really know about Trempal is the experiences that you've had with him. Mm-hmm. And also anything that uh, anyone around you might have said in passing. Can argue that that would be more of an investigation role, because I'm ciphering through like facts I know, rather than a book I read. Well, in my mind, history is more memory, but All I right. will allow your investigation at disadvantage. All right, because I actually stood a chance of beating that. I have no <laughs> chance of beating a history check on the disadvantage. No way. All right, mm. that was a uh, twenty-five. You know that Trempal is fond of unique wines. Uh, wines, wines. Oh shit, I actually have a wine bottle from the Middle World. Oh shit, this is not the time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But you could totally use it. Okay, uh, no, no, that seems like something that needs research before it gets thrown at people. Yeah, you, like, the the, the, the um, spirit wine is definitely something you could offer because it is an unusual wine and perhaps you could learn more about it by giving it to Trempal. <laughs> okay. Um, Shit, I forgot you had that. Oh yeah, I, I have it written down. I have both have a wine bottle and a meat bottle from the Mirror World. I also a have meat lipstick. Bottle, great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but the cool. lipstick just stood, stood out as a weird thing you put on the desk. It's important. It. I feel it's important. Uh, all right. Uh, Squash is gonna make a beeline for any place he knows where there might be wine for sale, whether it be in the underground or anything like that. Um. Um. Hmm. Your best bet would be uh, the monastery. All right. Uh, Squash is just gonna then like quickly like he's he's like hustling it now. It's a little bit later than he than he wanted to start this. Yeah. Um. It's like you know four or five silver. Um. You could get yourself like a, a fairly good bottle of elven wine. Um. Like right. the monastery doesn't have like particularly unique things, quote unquote. But um. Yeah. yeah. Like you could find something good there for that reasonable price. Um. The halfling lady behind the bar just very happily gives you the bottle. Um. All right. And then Squash is gonna book it back to the, uh, Witcher Society, yep. and he's gonna try to search out Trempel. You find Trempal in his office. Um, you see the tabaxi that was standing next to him when y'all were at the last portal fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that the pair of them are talking and Trempal is speaking a language that you don't recognize, but very, he's not fluent in it. Uh, he's clearly trying to learn whatever the native language of the, his tabaxi friend is. Um, yeah, you can, like, they're kind of sitting and talking and you see that Trempal is also kind of half working, but half not, like, oh. being Trempal, I guess. Uh, Squash is just gonna like, I guess, like knock on the door, uh, and just like, um, hello, Trump, pal. Yep. Uh, I I could s- see that you're busy, but uh, I I had a couple of things I wanted to ask you. Um, yeah, you gotta gotta be quick though. I've gotta get. Someone's coming. Things might change a little, but uh, what is it? Is it quick? Um, no, not really. Uh, there are um, two two things I I wanted to talk to you about. I wanted to talk to you about magic a little bit. 
and you're the most powerful wizard I know, so I thought I'd ask you. Roll a persuasion check. Oh. That's not what that was supposed <laughs> to be. I've attempt at flattery at the world's worst wizard. I said persuasion. Boop. That's a 13. Okay. I'll buy that in mind. Uh, yeah, I have a couple of questions about magic. And uh, we recently had a um, an experience in a uh, kind of a strange way. And I wanted your input on a couple of things. Um, and Squash is going to get out the strange magic wine from a different world. Okay. And he just flashes it real quick. It's not like it's supposed to get him intrigued, not uh, <laughs> like not give away too much. Just like I, I got this from a different kind of. We got it from the mirror. Do you know the mirror? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that came from there. Uh, I have that. Uh, he puts a hand out for it. <laughs> uh, Squash reluctantly hands it over. All right. So, what's your question? What's a mortal avatar? Uh, it looks like he's about to choke on whatever it is that he's normally <laughs> chewing. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, <coughs> um, he turns and looks at his tabaxi friend, and um, they say something very quickly. He says something very broken but quickly to him um, and he puts her hand on his upper arm and just indicates for him to leave and he does um, he goes and sits and waits outside and closes the door behind him and um, Trebel says I I don't rightly know I did some research I know what an avatar is Mortal Avatar is uh, an avatar. It's, it's a being constructed for other beings that would crack our world. You know, a god came here. Their magic kind of screws things for us. Balance. But if you put them in a construction, a shield, let's call it, stops that from being the case. Powers are a lot less, as you might have noticed. Not quite all their godly powers or being. Spectres sometimes do it if they've got great need of it. But that's not really, not really a thing. As for a mortal... I could only guess. Why do you ask? Um, Squash, like, uh, he had been kind of staring at Trampal, who I imagine is more interested in the wine than talking. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's like constantly spinning this wine after almost choking, yeah. (laughs) And I imagine that, like, when he asks why you ask, uh, Squash instantly breaks eye contact and looks away. uh, And he's... um, if I tell you this, you have to be quiet, right? Well, I don't have to. Depends what it is. 
It is so important that you do not talk to anybody about this. It it could be the difference between our world ending and not. I just just want to keep the Wish Society ticking. Like that world-saving stuff. That tangle with you lot and Dach and I've got no interest getting involved in that again. Yeah, and if you if you talk about this, uh, that madness might come chasing you down. That's more what I mean. You can tell me, but I don't mean I'm gonna. I'm just gonna play it by ear. All right. Talk to me. I believe that Demi's gonna become a mortal avatar for Grumsh. I believe Demi already has. Right. I don't know what that means. But it's not good. Nothing that has anything to do with Grumsh is good. Ah. Uh, I don't... My guess, and it's only a guess, is that Avatars are meant to take bits of more powerful things, right? Shield us. I guess that means that unlike your normal warlock or anyone else who has links with deities, sounds like they're going to be taking on a bit more. It's just a guess. You don't know. I don't possess a book on avatars, mate. And I don't have a hotline to any gods. I'm just a guy trying to survive. Did we at some point have a book about avatars? I do. Or I think Athea does at this point. Athea does, yes. All right. Uh, You never asked. I'm assuming Squash (laughs) at some point heard somebody say something about a book about avatars during our conversation. I'm going to say that when Aima was filled in on everything... Because everyone filled Aimer in while Rao was asleep. Yep. Uh, you're have been awake also. So you uh, basically at this point, we can assume everyone knows about everything unless someone says that wouldn't have been said. All right. So. All right. All right. Squash is going to put that in the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, I, I guess I have to do some research on avatars. I think I think Balance has a book on them. I'm not sure. Don't know, mate. Um, what do you know about Soulfire? Shirts. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Soulfire is... You know how fire works, right? Yeah, it makes shit hot and then burns it to cinders. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine a fire that doesn't even leave cinders. Nothing. So imagine fire, normal fire, and then you've got components, right? Let's call it wood. When a fire set fire to wood, the component is used up and you're left with ash. Something different, some destruction. Soulfire 
uses a soul as a component and leaves nothing. Soul fire can only burn around souls? Yeah. It's a fire that don't go out. The fire that consumes it all. At least magic being magic. That's how it works right now. Use it to kill things. Use soul fire to spell things. It's very powerful. Uh, uh, um, okay. Uh, is there any known way to, like, put out soul fire? I don't know, to be honest. It's one of those things that we society don't teach for a very good reason. Yeah, I get that. Top level witches, mages, mm. sorcerers, warlocks, they might know it. But it's something once you learn it, you can't go back. Um, I guess the last thing um, is um, the god of death needed us to bring them dragon leaf sap and to bring back somebody from dead without tearing our world apart, apparently. Right. Have you ever heard of this thing? <sighs> Mate, dragon, dragon trees, dragon leaf trees is just like fables for kids, man. Squaz reaches into his pocket and puts a vial on the table. Trempel puts down the bottle without looking at it, mm. just puts it down. It's so close to the edge, it's going to fall <laughs> off. <laughs> Looks at this dragon leaf sap that you have just put on the table in front of him. And he says, Right. Okay. What do you want? No, I think I should end that. What? What? Uh, what? Demi's in danger and we need to help her. She's... Nah, mate. I, I'm not getting involved in that, all right? She lives some very specific, very specific instructions. I'm not getting involved in any of this. This, and he points at the dragon like sap. This is, this is, this is beyond anything I want to deal with, all right? This is like some fucking primal potent magic shit, all right? This is, no. I don't want any of the do with this. If if you've gotten mixed up in that, and she's gotten mixed up in that, and fucking gods and avatars and group shears and nah, mate, I nah, you could fuck off with that. I don't want anything to do with this. Oh, that's not good. I told you, I'm just I'm just trying to get on with my life. All right, I just I fully believe you're all gonna do this, but I I don't want anything to do with this. Squash uh, grabs the dragon leaf sand and a uh, dragon leaf sap, and he's using it to distract Trampal to go for the bottle of uh, wine, so that he doesn't have time to snatch it out of my hand. I don't want to leave him with either of these things. I want to uh, take, take a slight hand. I want to take both things that he's interested in away from him in the same moment. I want to fucking torment him with that decision that he just made. Bastard. Sure. Um, it's going to be a 25-man yeah, It's a 33. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. You managed to grab both of these things. Um. Squash just kind of looks at him like, so what? Are you just telling me you're useless if it comes to helping Demi? Yeah. It's not, I don't want to help. Just if you're messing with that stuff, man, you are going to need some way more powerful magic on your side. Don't even open that. No offence, mate, but you don't have much of a shred of magic about you. You are not strong enough to handle this. And if you do it wrong, there may not be much of a world left. Like I said, that's some primal shit right there. I'm 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 a pretty good wizard. I wouldn't want to mess with that. And would you be willing to help me learn a little bit? <sighs> Fuck me. I'm pretty sure you're about to go off and be a hero, right? You're in that hero squad? Cool. I don't have time to teach you because I don't know how to use this. You know how to cast magic without knowing the spells? Yeah. That seems like a starting point for somebody who doesn't know how to use spells. Tell you what. You make a start on learning as magic. You figure out some basic cantrips. Couple of low-level spells. Then I'll teach you how to cast something you shouldn't cast. That's all I'm going to do, all right? That's more than enough. Thank you, Trampal. Don't thank me, just... If for whatever reason, she comes to kick my ass, you, you make sure she doesn't, all right? Yeah. Um, of course, um... What did she tell you? No, just get out. Uh, yeah, um, sorry, this isn't exactly Mirror World wine, but it's something nice I found. Uh, just... Thank you. And Squash puts the other wine bottle he bought earlier, (laughs) just on the table. Interesting. Uh, All right. And I fuck off. Hi, everyone. It's Odette. Goddess of forgiveness, I guess. (laughs) Surprise. I am really glad that I get to spend some time with Zoltana and hopefully get get to know her new friends more. They seem like nice people. Well, we want to say thank you to one of our patrons, Lasmos. Thank you for helping them out and anyone that helps out like this, just... Keeping the lights on for them and making sure they're fed and watered and looking after them when I can't, so thank you. And that goes to all of our patrons. Thank you to all of you. And if you want to become a patron and help support them and keep their armor looked after and Sultana's somewhat scary new sword sharp, you can find them patron forward slash TLD. Forward slash TLD pod, I think. I'm not really invested in mortal affairs so much anymore. Talking of mortal affairs and immortal affairs, there is an ad coming up for Ghosts on a Train. Looks like it's going to be a good podcast. So until 
I see Zoltana in seven days. <laughs> Have a really good week. Bye. We interrupt this program to inform you about the new radio drama, officially sanctioned by the immortal emperor himself, Ghosts on a Train. Ghosts on a Train is all about the pride of Duskwall and the courageous but eccentric line bulls that keep our railways safe. Let's hear from the bulls now. Andrew Anderson, badge named Dunville. The best thing about being a line bull is definitely the train. Back at the orphanage, I shared my room with 20 people, and now I only share it with three. Well, plus the food's way better. Plus there's a hot tub, and I swear that someday... Yeah, we only have so much time. Adric, a.k.a. Drix. Badge name, Colburn. Close calls, huh? <laughs> that was a wild one, but, uh, you know what cowboy never rodeos entails. Oh, that's unhelpful. Pippin Pip McKeel. Badge name, McKeel. Well, I think it's best to bear the train. It's an unintelligible mumblings of a drunken. Ah, well, listen to Ghosts on a Train, a Ghost Lines actual play, releasing every other Thursday on a podcatcher near you. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.